Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Redman TV. It is the FA Cup build-up show. Liverpool, Man United at Old Trafford. FA Cup fourth round on Sunday. Um, I'm Paul Machen. I'm joined by Chris Bajak, uh, by John Machen, and by Bailey Shaw for this one. Um, Chris, there's, there's several ways of phrasing this question, which makes it mean <coughs> completely different things. And it goes, United again, just what we need. United again, just what we need. United again, just what we need. What, 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 are, you, what are you feeling? Yeah. 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 Or, or, or no. Yeah. <laughs> it might be the other answer. <laughs> that I've got yeah. there. I um, Yeah, it stands like that thing of, we could, you know, could we, could, are we saying that, you know, just, just what we need, oh, sarcastic, God, another another game <coughs> against the team that we've just proven that we, we, we've struggled to break down, et cetera, et cetera, another low block side. But there's another thing that says, well, actually, come on, it's a game that you can get fired up for, et I'm not sure where that where, where to fall on it. We need we could really do with a win regardless. United are our biggest rivals and we don't want to lose to them in whatever competition that we play them in. And that's kind of where I sit at the moment. And yes, we're in bad form and, and no and yet we're not scoring goals and all that type of stuff. As every game would be, this is just an opportunity to turn that around. Whether mm-hmm. it's United or whether it's somebody else, it's still an opportunity to score goals. It's still an opportunity to get a win and we've got to try and take that opportunity with both hands. I agree on that. I, I mean, that, that's the point, is that right now, I, we just can't afford to be picky about where the win comes. And it, it's annoying that, you know, going away to Old Trafford is not where you'd be choosing to end your barren run of, you know, of, of form. But that, that that's where we're at. We can't afford to be like, oh, well, just sack this game off. Because you know, yes, there might be some merit to that. I don't know, but I, I'm not. I'm not here for that. I'm here for Liverpool getting back into the way, into the habit of scoring a goal occasionally and maybe winning a game of football. It's unfortunate, to be honest, that it's come now when we're in this trough of bad form and not scoring goals. Because I want to beat United, and it doesn't matter whether it's in the middle of this trough or it's not. I'm absolutely yeah. desperate for us to burst their bubble. And yeah. nothing better, no better way to do that than knocking them out of the cup. And we don't do that very often. Our record against them in the cup is terrible, really. Mm-hmm. But what the hell, you know, let's do it. Let's beat them. And then worry about the trough later on. Yeah, <clears throat> it's, it's going to be interesting to see how we approach this one, Bailey, because um, 
you know, all logic follows in the, the way the Klopp ranks the, 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 the competitions. And the FA Cup is always a bit of an afterthought compared to everything else that, that's gone on. But I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I'm not sure that be all you know run a form necessarily dictates. I always say sports science. I think is at the forefront of how Liverpool pick a lot of a lot of their teams. But given the way that we you know we selected for Burnley, it does lead you to believe. Leads to think. I can't. I can't actually see a world where for me you know Salah and probably Mane start this game. So I, I would be shocked if we actually don't go pretty strong for this game. Yeah, I I hope we go pretty strong because you're absolutely right. We're past the point now of picking up a. A, a fixture like a West Brom or a Burnley and say, you know, that's the game where we're most likely to uh, come out of this rot and evidently we drew one and lost one. So I think you're absolutely right in the sense that every single game now is just a, will it be this game? And what better game than in a cup competition against, like you say, the biggest rivals? We said this last time when we played United in the league, if you can't get up for this game, what game can you get up for? And yeah. it's a whole new perspective, I think, for, for us as fans and I don't know if it will be for Klopp, because as you say, it's always been Premier League and Champions League up on a par, League Cup, FA Cup, you know, try some kids out, get some fitness in the guys' legs. But I'm all on, you know, strongest 11, taking the game to them there. Home form's not great, but then equally, what's form at the minute for us anyway? Um, So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the game. Just it's another game down where hopefully we can right this wrong. Yeah, it's funny how we were the, the narrative we were building a week ago. Chris was very much, you know, heading into two United games in the space of seven, eight days, and going, "Well, when the time you come round to the FA Cup, you could have ended Manchester United season." Man United are actually now in the exact situation there where, okay, draw a draw with us didn't end Liverpool's title race. Liverpool's title race challenge is not over because it's not even begun yet, but they, they've got an opportunity to to. Yeah, to put a, a massive damper on whatever it is we're trying to achieve this year. Yeah, look, I, I I can consider it from both points of view, to be honest with you, because I'm, I'm like, well, look, Liverpool right now, you know, physically, I don't think the lads who are fit and available, there's anything wrong with them. I don't think they've been through the ringer, as it were, in the same way that we probably had back in the November through December, where we were playing Kurt Wijnaldum, Hendo every week, front mm-hmm. three every single week. I don't think we're in the same position, but, you know, I'm looking at it going, well, are we are we really all in on the FA Cup this season? Does has Klopp's mind really changed? And I've got to now consider Man United as in a fight for the title. I'm reticent to use the word title race because I don't think it's started yet. Mm-hmm. But they are a strong side and they're at the top of the league right now. And you know, if City win their game, they'll be ahead of them. Blah blah blah. But can United? What will hurt United season more? Beating us and having the extra games in the FA Cup or losing to us? You know what I mean? And having less games does that make them stronger for the league? Look, if, if United are stronger for the league, right? There's there's a little tiny part of me that goes, ah, well, just get beat then yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I don't want United anywhere near that number twenty one. Don't force a situation weird in here. Yeah, really, that is that we just we just need some there's some lads who just need to get in form, and I would rather you know again because so you could say we could take this approach and we can take this approach of being saying the FA Cup's just an unwelcome distraction. Let's go and field an absolute second string, you know, standard cup side full of kids, full of fringe players and whatever, and you know what will be will be, but. Tottenham Hotspur is coming up on Thursday. I want what I want a, one of our front three to have scored a goal before then, just so that we go into that feeling like we're capable of scoring a goal. Because if you go on against Tottenham, it goes to a Mourinho Tottenham away from home in the league when you've not been able to break down Burnley and struggle to break down even West Brom, you know, and, and Newcastle and all that kind of stuff. That psychologically doesn't doesn't really bode very well. 
No, I mean, I mean, Klopp's track record would tell you that he's going to go weak because it's the cup. But I think at the, the 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 moment in history we're at is that you've got to somehow get out of the the folk you're in, you know, and um, yeah. you've, you've you've got to win a game of football and you've got to oh. score a goal. Um, to be honest, I'd be quite happy for us to get beat four three. You know, yeah. if if we score three goals, you know, I'll be really <laughs> thrilled. Um, but yeah. you know, I, I I still really want to beat United. Just I don't care what competition it's in. I just want yeah. to beat them. Uh, yeah, I, I I agree on that, and it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens because I spoke to um, Mark Goldbridge uh, about this, and you know he's he thinks Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, you know, given given an excuse, will go as strong as possible in this Bailey, um, I, I, and so I wonder whether this could end up being actually two very very strong sides going, you know, absolutely to you know I say toe to toe because I don't think United, I think United would opt to keep pretty much the same, you know, principles of of players they had at Anfield, regardless of being at home. But I, I would be shocked if but if you know if this ended up being two really weakened sides given the context. Yeah, I think we'll both play strong, uh, or pick strong teams, shall I say, you know he's gonna play Luke Shaw, who pretty much has the game of his life every single time he plays against Liverpool, uh, which is always great to watch. Um the way I'm looking at it is the fact I'm that sarcasm. Yes, you're not wrong. Um, the way I'm looking at it is this is probably our last game on our fixture roster where you can kind of have a play around. And by that, if it was for me, I would be putting Matip at right centre-back, Reese Williams or, yes, Reese Williams at left centre-back and putting Fabinho in midfield because that would answer so many questions. And this is in an idyllic world. Will he do that? Probably highly likely because, again, we're, we're striving for consistency and Fabinho is our main centre-back at the minute. Yeah, but to, this is my argument about it being the last game. If he truly doesn't care about the cup, put him in midfield. See how we look. See how much that changes our dynamic as a team. If it doesn't, fuck it. We've lost the game in the FA Cup. We will go on to the league. Keep Fabinho there. Yeah. But if it does work, it could be the catalyst. You know, for yeah. something in the future. Yeah, I, I think that's an interesting point, and I think it's that thing of we want to. There's a bunch of players who need fitness still. Now, they're actually lads who will probably still be in our best team, Thiago being a good example of this. Another game of football actually is not going to do him any harm. In fact, he probably definitely needs it. He needs as much match sharpness as possible. You're seeing it from him, Chris. He's no longer this, like, it's been great watching the little bits of Thiago cameos where you're just watching him come on and sparkle. But he's now he's now having to do the hard yards where all that immediate adrenaline of coming back in that gets you through games is gone. And now you're in the grind and now you just need to, you'll lose a bit of that skill and that touch while your legs are getting used to playing 90 minutes of football again. So he, he's one of them. But Bailey's, I think, to Bailey's point, this is the last game that you can get away with getting players up to speed because by the time Thursday rolls around, we said this on the final word show, there's no more margin for error in the league. We need to have our strongest, fittest team on the pitch um, come that come that game. So, yeah, yeah, I still think that Liverpool are probably going to make about four, four max five changes in this game because I think you know I'm not sure Mane does start. I think maybe Firmino and Salah start, and it's and it's plus one whether it's Minamino or Igi Shakiri, yeah. who knows. Um, so I think that they're sort of nailed on. I think Kurt Jones needs to get a game in this one as well. Mm-hmm. So I think there's already a change to the midfield, and you know I think a lot of people will be calling for Trent to have a little bit of a rest and stuff like that. Now I don't know. I mean, judging by his performances the last two two weeks, he's he's putting himself about more. 
but having less end product, as it were. So that's a that's a worry and a concern for me. But do you put Nico Williams in against Manchester United? No. Yeah, it's a big question. No, is yeah. probably the right answer to that question. Mm. I mean, we're struggling with Trent there against Manchester United a lot of the time. Matip being there will be a big help to the right back. Mm-hmm. If he's if he's available for three games in a week, because he has to be available for three games in a week, and that's that's an issue in and of itself, it's isn't it? Going to happen, isn't so it? So do you rest Matip and save him for space? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Big, 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 big questions on all this, and yeah, we'll go through some of the team selection stuff after the break. But we've got a trivia question: um, When was the last time we beat United at Old Trafford in the FA Cup? Um, answers the trivia question uh, after this very, very short break. So stay tuned. Hey everyone, welcome back. Yes, the Redmen TV 10-year anniversary blackout merch is available right now. You can see it behind me right here if you're watching this on YouTube. Looking very good. Very good indeed. Um, so, yes, um, that was a, a very underhanded, very slow bold chance for Tom to go on a, on a nice, nice shot here. Tom? Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There he is. <laughs> well done, Tom. Uh, he's probably on the wide shot with everybody. That's what the problem was. Um, there you go. Um, yes, Liverpool. When was the last time Liverpool beat uh, Man United at Old Trafford in the FA Cup? Dad, any guesses? Um, no, I have no idea. Was it sometime when Danny Murphy was playing, maybe, which would be 90s? <laughs> Absolutely not. Bailey, any guesses? I mean, I would not expect anyone in this room to have no, all the answer. 1936. Ooh, still miles off. Um, the answer was the 12th of January, 1921. <laughs> Christ. A hundred years ago. It's what? been a hundred years <laughs> since Liverpool beat Manchester United at Old Trafford in the FA record. Cup. It wasn't very good. Yeah, <laughs> no shit, John. Yeah. <laughs> a hundred years. Uh, out of interest, the last time we actually even beat them at Old Trafford was um, back in 2014 when we beat them three 0 When Gerard missed the opportunity to score a hat trick of penalties, um, that was the last time we beat them at Old Trafford. Um, wow. So yeah, that's uh, there. You go. If you, if you needed any more to add to your anxieties about this game, have a bit of that. Um, if you need me, I'm just gonna be sat under this table crying. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they can't play at a very deep 
game because the crowd won't let them. But there's no crowd, so they can do what they like. So I, well, I fully expect them to play quite deep. It's a it's a double edged thing, that isn't it? That because you're right. I think it gives Ole a bit of a freedom to do whatever's necessary. But also, look, let's let's let, make no mistake about it. Liverpool have been better than Man United for a number of years now. But Old Trafford has been a notoriously difficult place for us to go. I mean, like, think about last year, rocking up as European champions, far better than United, and not being able to get the business done there. That they are, they, it has been a bit like Anfield was when they were at the best, where we have the ability to roll back the years and generate this massive atmosphere and stuff. So, if the, if ever there was a chance for us to break this Old Trafford hoodoo, this this has got to be it, surely. Not in agreement. Well, well, I don't know. I mean, um, it's a, it's always a good time to beat United, isn't it? That's the thing. Um, there is no bad time to beat Manchester United. Absolutely yeah. no bad time, and it you know it doesn't matter. You know, we, we could knock them out of the cup, and then we play them in the league there and get battered. It's it's always going to be a difficult place to go, yeah. and that makes it even sweeter when you do actually win. I mean, we remember the like the four one. Yeah. You remember how joyful that was, you know? Yeah. I will be intrigued Let's to have see. one of them, that'd be good. Yeah, I will be intrigued in. to see how United's how United come about it in the sense that, you know, the last three years, every time we've played them, whether it be home and away, they've had that underdog mentality because we've just been that yeah. good, you know, whether we play them at Anfield or at Trafford. And like you say, when you when they are that significantly better than you like they were in the in the noughties. You really have to get that grit and fight to be like, you know, we've got to maintain some honour here. But now the tables have turned, you know, at the six points ahead of us in the league. They're at home. You know, they've gone further than us in this competition like for the last 10 years, pretty much. The pressure's on them. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how Wally copes with that pressure because for the most part, since he's joined United, it's, he's always been, you know, about a rebuild, about competing and pushing to City and Liverpool. Now now they're at that level. You know, how does he how does he cope with that? Yeah, I don't think he changes anything. Is the honest answer to that? I think you know what's got in there at the moment is playing in the style of football, you know, the counter-attacking football, and I think he probably continues to do that because right now he'll be telling the squad you've not won anything yet. You're still the underdogs because Manchester City have still got a game and others in the league and all that, and Liverpool are still, you know, Premier League champions and champions of the world and everything. So he'll go into this game and approach it in the same way, and, and Manchester United will be, you know, we're gone. Yeah. So uh, yeah. F- so for, from from where we're concerned, it's just it's we've got a we've got a plan for Man United being their best version of themselves and the version of themselves that you know is just going to continue to do the counter attack and football, continue to try and get in behind Trent Alexander Arnold and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I for me, it's that that thing of there's. I don't think I think United's right. I think United will keep their will keep their game plan exactly exactly as is because I don't think. I think they'll be emboldened. They will take they, all they particularly will take away from that game, Chris. Mm-hmm. That they could have won that. Yeah. His gameplay was was a couple of good Alison Becker saves away from being perfect. So I think he will go great. We'll just do that again, which means Liverpool have at least got a clearer template and a clearer idea of what exactly what it is to expect from Manchester United. But Liverpool have got more to more to build on. I don't think there's more from United. I think they created a good couple of opportunities on the counter attack. That's all you're ever hoping and expecting from in that in that mm. setup. Whereas in what we're doing, there the, the can be more. We will. It should hopefully mean we've got a bit more to build on, certainly than what they've got in this game. And the question then comes down to: Is are we able to put it? Do we care enough to put that to put that team down that's that's capable of going and winning? Because 
it's what are we what are we lacking? What are we missing? For me, obviously Jordan Henderson, if he's missing for Thursday, he's gonna be struggling to be available for for Sunday for this. Fine. He's got to be but ready for Tottenham. He's got to be ready for Tottenham. But what are you doing to to replicate to 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 fill the absence of Henderson? And it's James Milner for me. We've got to get James Milner in that side. Interesting. And put him and 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 get him get him working and get it get it up and running because for a game like this, and we we saw it. You you need you need a captain on the field. Genie Van Alden, great that he got the captain's armband. That was a nice moment for him. It was interesting. I think it was was it Maddock talking about post match saying how it was so quiet without Henderson on there. You need we need someone out there barking a little bit. And the fact that it's the FA Cup is good in some regards because I'm not. I wouldn't necessarily be putting Milner into a into a midfield in a in a Premier League game right now but if we're looking to use the squad mm-hmm. you could do far worse than put James Milner in one of the in one of the eight positions in this yeah and go be Milner go and disrupt things go and shout at people go and put that energy in and, and that's it you know we badly miss Jordan Henderson of course we're going to miss Jordan Henderson I think it's it's blindingly obvious isn't it I think sorry about this everybody um, he's the leader of this side We've got no Virgil van Dijk, who's the second one as well. Um, and then obviously you need people. So James Milner's a great shout in that regard, you know. But what does he bring us football-wise? Is football-wise is it, is it too little? But what does he gain us on the other side of things? So it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a tough ask. Whatever we do against Manchester United. Yeah, I want someone again. I, I desperately want someone in there who's just leading by example. I think in the in this game because we're doing the bits of nice bits and pieces and the nice play and the nice football and all that kind of stuff. You know we're being okay and all that, but we are being a bit. You know what we lacked against that Burnley thing. We needed more players. You go and grab the game and James Milner isn't. You know he's not he's not the best version of James Milner anymore. But there's one thing you, you're not lacking from him is someone who's just going to go there and wear his heart on his sleeve and, and, and try and bully people. And in that instance, I want I want you know you want to turn around and know you're in a fight and we are in a fight at the moment. You know we're in a fight to get back to form and I don't think we're going to get back to form by being. Ooh, you know, nice and tricky and technical and all that. I think we need to show, we need to light a fire under what we're doing. And James Milner, and it, I find it mad to say that in some regard because there's maybe people might say, well, there's some of the lads who should be playing in this game. If we go, with, if we, if we can't get one of Henderson or Fabinho back into the midfield, then which means Thiago's going to have to anchor again. Fine. I want. I we need. I think we need to have a, need to have a, on the pitch. He's probably going to play in left back, given how we given how we rotate stuff, or right back even. But I, I think it'd be a big miss if we don't get Milner on the pitch. For yeah. This do, what do you think about that, Bailey? Do you think that you know Milner should be integral part of this side in the FA Cup? I think it's a very strong shout for it. To be honest, he's uh, like you say. The one thing you get out of Milner is passion and drive, which is two things. I don't know why I said one thing. <laughs> you, but you get that. You get. Milner is a bit like how you back in the day when you had when you play someone like Nathaniel Klein, you'd give you nothing less than a seven in his position. Milner will always do you a very solid job, regardless of where he plays. And it's depend. I think I complete I'm completely on board with, with what Paul's saying there, and that we are in a big fight at the minute and you need, you know, your dirty punching power in the in people like Milner and in, in like Henderson. And again, it's so I think it's so integral to to get this midfield right. Hence why I would like to see a Fabinho back in the midfield, maybe with Thiago in front, and maybe a Curtis Jones in the ten, because um, yeah. I think he's been excellent when he's played. Or you know, if Hendo's fit, you play Thiago and Henderson in front of Fabinho. It's mm-hmm. it, it's a it's such an idyllic situation. But again, if history is to go by, 
he's going to play about eight different people, you know, than what he played <laughs> against yesterday. Yeah, the um, the uh, what's interesting? I mean, one one question here, Dad. Um, if Takumi Minamino doesn't start this game, I, I can't see how he's ever going to play football for Liverpool at this point. Because, uh, yeah, one of those baffling signings in 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 in, in quite a while for us. Really, I, I'm never when he plays football, he impresses me more often than he doesn't. Um, it's the FA Cup. We could probably do with maybe maybe rotating Marnie if we rotated the other two lads. It'd, it'd be baffling if, Marnie, if Minamino doesn't play this game. Yeah, still, I don't think he will. But um, <laughs> yeah. well, if if we beat United, he might play in the next round and we get someone a little less City. lesser. Um, City don't get teams team. in the uh, top half of the table. We we'll probably get City in the next round, so maybe maybe yeah, you'll play then. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm still hoping he goes with his strongest team, and at the moment, Minamino isn't in that. Um, yeah. And I do think he's a good player, and I do think he will add a lot to our squad. Um, the only one, the only years, other one, but... the only other one, Chris, is Costa Shimakas, who's on the bench again. As I get going back to Bailey's point earlier on about this is your listen. If we get through this, the next round of the FA Cup, but you've run, you've we're running out of opportunities to get Costa Shimakas up and running, you know, in any in any useful way. Um, but if you play Shimakas, you guarantee you need to sub. You, you need to sub him now. There's more. You'll have more subs in the FA Cup. I'm right. I'm right in saying yeah, that. Right. So that so there is. We have got that on our side in in, in that regard, but. Yeah, I, I again. Goes the back thing to is, it. goals allow you to rest players. You know, if you can get into a position where you tune up in a game, you could bring Chimacas on at half time if you really wanted to. I don't think Klopp ever does that. And what we've got at the moment is we're in that real sort of stick or twist thing. And everyone will have done this on uh, Footy Manager if you've played it, where you're in bad form, so you just continue to put your best team out and you never rest them. But that doesn't work either. So Klopp's rotated his players in the last game, and you know then you're starting to think about, well, I'm going to how do I rotate these lads and you're second guessing yourself, and that's the best, worst position you can be in as a manager of a football team where you don't believe where everything going right. You just change a player here and there, and no one bats an eyelid. Yeah. But all of a sudden, you're questioned on every decision if it's yeah. not going right. Hunger is what you need in this in these situations. You know, you you need you want lads who are desperate to go out and prove themselves. I think, and that doesn't mean you don't play your best team, but you look into the whites of the eyes of your best players and go, "Have you lost a bit of something here?" You know, I feel a bit like at the moment, those 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 times toward the back end of the Mourinho-Chelsea side or the Ranieri-Mourinho-Chelsea side when I think it was, in fact, it was Anthony Villas-Boas, wasn't it? And he came in, he was like, right, I need to I need to get a bunch of new players, I need to build for the future. Get rid of the dead and, and, and one more. The old that he, guard, sorry. Exactly, he started to like phase the old guard out because he needed that hunger and then it didn't work. And then, is it Di Matteo comes in and just basically puts all the, uh, eventually puts all the old guys the back, in, back in the game. And there's a degree of that with Liverpool at the moment where, and it goes back to this how Liverpool are selecting the team, is that getting, and the, the notion of getting you many of your best players in the best positions as possible. It's a very fine balance. It's a very, and it's a very, it's going to be a very interesting time for Liverpool, one way or the other, good or bad. In, you know, and there's nothing conclusive necessarily to be drawn around this game because I, I, I think we'll be strong compared to what we we conceive to be a, an FA Cup team. But there's still, you know, there's still probably you're right a few players there. But it's up to again, it's up to Minamino. Origi came in and he had his chances against Burnley, and he fucked it. You know, and, and that that might be Minamino's that, that he, chance was Palace, and he was brilliant, and he took it, 
and, he, and he's not come back in. But this is this is one of the things where we need. Minamino has got a real big opportunity, I think, if he, if he plays this game, because we've got a couple more weeks at least till Jota's back in training, let alone you know you know there or thereabouts. Minamino needs to be that option. Needs to make himself that fourth option for the front three. Yeah, look, look, another thing. Sorry, moving away from Minamino just quickly is Liverpool. Was sco- Liverpool haven't had a season-long problem of scoring goals. Liverpool's midfield of Henderson, Wijnaldum and Kurt Jones was allowing the other lads to score goals. Yeah. Salah got to be top scorer in the league with that midfield behind yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Like, And Kurt Jones has had a couple of, I wouldn't say bad games, but not stellar games, mm-hmm. where he, he dropped from an 8 or a 7 to a 6 out of 10. Kurt Jones is a massive part of this for me now. Yeah. And yeah, I know it's kind of coincided with getting Thiago fitness, and I understand that Thiago's a better player, and he, and he will continue to be a better player for a long time than, yeah. than Kurt Jones. But... If the team isn't winning, go back to what was working for you or the best of your ability because we've had the Virgil van Dijk problem and we've had the Matic problem pretty much all season, the Joe Gomez problem pretty much all season. With those midfield, that midfield, we were still creating opportunities, good opportunities and sticking them away. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's it's, it's the, the Palace thing. We were top of the league with that midfield. Yeah, true. And and of course, it'd be interesting to know, would we have been top of, if we'd had the clutch of fixtures that we've just come through and put them in that spell? Would we have, we'd, we'll, we'll, we'll never know that, will we? But there's definitely Something needs to be there. It's 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 refreshing things. It's finding a team that's got a, it's got enough spark. You need spark and you need battle. And I, I we need to pick a team that, that that offers that for Liverpool. And Kurt Jones offers a bit of both. So I, I you know that's that's. I mean, this is where we're at. We've got we've got options. It's but it's that's where the conundrum lies. Is that it's all for me? This is all geared towards Tottenham Hotspur still. And it's annoying because I don't want to go another couple of days without a Liverpool win. I don't want another week in my life where I've not seen a score a goal and not seen us win because I do think that diminishes our, our, our chances of beating Spurs because I just think this team needs to break out of its funk before we arrive at the whatever the hell the, the toilet stadium, whatever it's called. The um, that would that would help immensely. So yeah, big 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 decisions from the manager. Um, Mohamed Abbas um, sent a super chat in while we're doing this. He said, uh, "Appalled by the LFC bashing from our, by our fans and critics. I feel Klopp deserves more respect. I hope." They turn it round and give it a, a big up yours to all. Yeah, I mean the, the word the thing that's worth considering about this is that we we're, look, we we've been at our fingers on this for ten years of doing this is that the vast majority of Liverpool fans who feel so emotionally down by Liverpool not being in good form we we just generally retreat in our shells and don't go out into the world. Whereas people who are really angry and aggressive do go out there, so they're the ones who feel prevalent. So it feels like all Liverpool fans or massive load of Liverpool fans are kicking off and being disrespectful, where it's inevitably it's a small idiot minority. I was going to say it's about three points. It's definitely not about three points. <laughs> it's about that W. Yeah. Um, and it's Manchester United. And forget everything else, because the players won't be thinking about anything else. The players will be thinking about, it's Manchester United, it's a game of football, and we need to turn this form around. And it's just as simple as that. It's an opportunity for us to turn this around. Absolutely. Well, listen, I couldn't have put it any better. Uh, We're going to wrap the show up there. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. yeah, look again. I offer nothing but potentials and crumbs of comfort and all that kind of stuff. Is that Liverpool? But Liverpool need to go and vindicate that support. That's the simplest, you know, the simplest matter of fact on that. And yeah, a win at Old Trafford, a place but in the next round of the FA Cup would certainly go as some sort of soothing balm towards the miserable, uh, the miserable fever that has overtaken us at the moment. Um, let us know your score predictions. What team you would start in the comment section underneath? I uh, do drop a like on the video as well, and we'll be back with more. 
starting 11s to come. I've done a preview with the uh, United Stands Mark Goldbridge as well before Burnley, so I was quite happy. Um, <laughs> so just putting that out there now. Before you get in the comments. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys. We love you all. Have a good weekend. We'll see you soon. Bye.